0: Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Informed Catholic. My name is Net Jabbar. This is going to be episode 68 of the Informed Catholic. We are going to do the readings for Saturday of the first week of Lent. So now we reach the end of the first week of Lent. So let's begin with the act of contrition. Oh, and by the way, I forgot. Please subscribe and share if you like this podcast and you think I'm doing a good job. So let's begin with the act of contrition in the name of the father son and holy spirit i confess to almighty god and to you my brothers and sisters that i have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what i have done and what i have failed to do through my fault through my fault through my most grievous fault therefore i ask blessed mary ever virgin all the angels and saints and you my brothers and sisters to pray for me, to the Lord our God, may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Lady, Queen of Heaven, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, guardian of the Holy Church, guardian of families and terror of demons, pray for us. St. Peter, Prince of the Apostles, pray for us. St. Paul, Apostle to the Gentiles, pray for us. St. John the Evangelist, pray for us. St. Thomas, pray for us. St. Bartholomew, St. Andrew, pray for us. St. Augustine, pray for us. St. Ambrose, pray for us. St. Athanasius, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us from evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, through your, through your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, please bless this podcast and bless these readings, that it may communicate your mercy and love and salvation to all. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, so, first Saturday of Lent. We just went through Friday. Entrance Antiphon. It's from Psalm 19. The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The decrees of the Lord are steadfast. They give wisdom to the simple. Psalm 19. The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The decree of the Lord are steadfast. They give wisdom to the simple. One more time. The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The decree of the Lord are steadfast. They give wisdom to the simple, you know, we could also change it like this. The word of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The decree of the Lord are steadfast. They give wisdom to the simple law and word, even though we know the definitions are different, but still it pretty much is the same thing. It comes from God and it's God's word and God's law for our sake, for the sake of our salvation. Okay, so let's begin with the readings. Okay, so um, let me read this part here one more time. The Antiphon. The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The decrees of the Lord are steadfast. They give wisdom to the simple. The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The decrees of the Lord are steadfast. They give wisdom to the simple. Psalm 19. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, 16 to 19. You will be a people sacred to the Lord God. You will be a people sacred to the Lord God. Moses spoke to the people saying, this day the Lord your God commands you to observe these statutes and decrees. Be careful. Be careful then to observe them with all your heart and with all your soul today you are making this agreement with the lord he is to be your god and you are to walk in his ways and observe his statutes commandments and decrees and to hearken to his voice and today the lord is making this agreement with you you are to be a people peculiarly his own as he promised you and provided and provided you keep all his commandments, he will then raise you high in praise and renown and glory above all other nations he has made. And you will be a people sacred to the Lord your God as he promised. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, one more time. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, 16 to 19. You will be, you will be a people sacred to the Lord God. Moses spoke to the people, saying, This day the Lord your God commands you to observe these statutes and decrees. Be careful. Be careful then to observe them with all your heart and with all your soul. Today you are making this agreement with the Lord. He is to be your God, and you are to walk in His ways and observe His statutes, commandments, and decrees, and to hearken to His voice. And today the Lord is making this agreement with you. You are to be a people peculiarly his own, as he promised you. And provided you keep all his commandments, he will then raise you high in praise and renown and glory above all the nations he has made. And you will be a people sacred to the Lord your God, as he promised. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One more time. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 26 16 to 19 you will be a people sacred to the lord god moses spoke to the people saying this day the lord your god commands you to observe these statues and decrees decrees be careful then to observe them with all your heart and with all your soul today you are making this agreement with the lord he is to be your god and you are to walk in his ways and observe his statutes, commandments, and decrees, and to hearken to his voice. And today the Lord is making this agreement with you. You are to be a people peculiarly his own, as he promised you and provided you keep all his commandments. He will then raise you high in praise and renown and glory above all other nations he has made, and you will be a people sacred to the Lord your God as he promised. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. So here's a question. Did God choose Abraham or did Abraham choose God? Did God choose Israel or did Israel choose God? Did God choose the prophets or did the prophets choose God? It's kind of like a chicken and the egg, basically question. Well, let's move to something contemporary. I was just watching something on the, on the internet on YouTube, Doctor Steve Turley, and he was talking about Harry Prince before, ha- Prince Harry from the Royal British Royal Family, and his wife Megan. They just been. I guess you can say they just had their royal title. Harry just had, Harry and his wife just had their royal title removed. They lost it. And it was interesting what Dr. Steve Turley pointed out. You don't choose royalty. Royalty chooses you. The queen was born into her royal position. And in a sense, this is the same question about in the Bible chooses who and the reason why is because it seems that um Harry and his Harry's wife is very woke very woke she's very leftist very feminist very radical and and she doesn't have a comprehension. There was an article I'm going to try to look it up, written by a pre, uh, an Anglican priest, conservative, which is surprising. Uh, he pointed out in the article, Doctor Tur- Tur- Steve Turley read some of it, that in a sense, Meghan really didn't comprehend it. She didn't comprehend what being in the royal family means, and the world. Technically, the Queen sees her role that it was given to her by God she's anointed by God that's basically the way kings are it comes from the time of of the book of kings with King uh, first Samuel um King saul was anointed the prophets are anointed the high priest is anointed And to be anointed means you are sealed in in God's service, uh, good or bad. All right, you are under God's service, and therefore the term anointed one, Christ, Messiah, Messiah, comes from. They are both prophet, prince, prophet, priest, and king are all sealed in God. They're all basically anointed and, and, and chosen by God. So God chooses us. We don't choose God. God chose Abraham. God reveals himself to Abraham. God reveals himself to us. So God chose Israel. He chose Israel to be his people, just as he made a covenant with Abraham. And it says it here moses spoke to the people saying the lord the day this day the lord your god commands you to observe these statutes and decrees be careful then to observe them with all your heart and with all your soul okay he has given israel his law he has made his covenant with abraham he has renewed his covenant with isaac he renewed and sealed his covenant the same thing, he sealed it with Abraham, Isaac, and he, Jacob, and um, he kept his promise and his his, uh, his his sacred promise. He renewed the covenant with Israel at Mount Sinai. And he did it over and over again with every single prophet. He did it with David. He did it with, with, you know, he renewed it. And the covenant was renewed and fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ himself. And he gave a new covenant. And this covenant was fulfilled and it was spread throughout the world. I have come not to destroy the law of the prophets, but I have come to fulfill them. And he said on the cross, it is accomplished. Yes, yes. This this is something we have to comprehend and understand this. God God chooses us. That's why the series is called The Chosen. People have to comprehend this and understand that it is a beautiful thing when God shines his face upon us. And like he says, I call you by your name. I knew you before you were born Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I named you. He knew our name before our parents gave it to us. The young generation is very, very trendy. Let's face it, okay? They go by trends. They don't really understand the meaning of sacred. They don't even have a sense of family. They talk about community. They talk about diversity. But they don't really know what that means because to them, it's a trend Until a next trend comes along. It's all about, I mean, come on, how are you going to take a generation that all it does is take selfies? All it does is constantly taking photos of themselves, trying on new clothes, waking up in the morning, um, going in shopping. They take a picture of their breakfast. They take a picture of their lunch. They get upset when someone unfriends them or doesn't like what they say or do. They have a panic attack. They don't know the meaning of sacred. They don't know the meaning of duty. Okay. um, Yeah, they'll talk about themselves in plural, as uh, you know, in a sense, because they that's all they know. But they're not really individuals. They're not really individuals. They're obsessed looking down on, their, uh, on their, their phone. And I think they're going to burn themselves out eventually. Eventually, hopefully, they'll, find, they'll start looking up and maybe asking themselves question. Hey, what's going on here? What's going on with the world? And maybe what happens is they'll start noticing that the years are catching up. And they are going to be wondering, what have they been doing with their time? God gives us his sacred law. He gives us his gospel. He gives us his presence. He gives us his word. He calls us to share in his divinity. In in, In his divinity. He wants to participate. He wants to live in our in our lives in our souls in our beings in our minds in the very depth of our being he wants us to share in in him to be to live in him to grow in him not to be self absorbed and always constantly living in fear or being bound now we are basically slaves to a consumer culture we're slaves to an entertainment culture. We're slaves to sex. We're slaves. We are, we are captive. We're prisoners in this modern age to materialism and sensuality. We are living in a new pagan idol in society. And we need to be set free. We're captives. Some of us because we were brought up this way and some of us because we're born this way. We are captives in this modern world and we need... Like it says here, okay, this day, the Lord, your God commands you to observe these statues and decrees. Be careful then to observe them with all your heart and with all your soul, all your heart and with all your soul, okay, to observe them. Okay. And it goes on today. You are making this agreement with the Lord. He is to be your God and you are to walk in his ways and observe his statutes, his commandments and decrees and to hearken to his voice. That's a very beautiful, intimate relationship to observe. We have to observe. We have to love him with all our heart and with all our soul to walk in his ways. Okay. And hearken to his voice. And today the Lord is making this agreement with you. You are to be a people peculiarly his own to be peculiarly his own uh, in a sense it's really they're gonna they, they're picked out from all the people all the nations on earth a peculiar people they're gonna stand out from everybody but they're going to be a light to the nations they just don't realize it because they never fully comprehended this relationship as he promised you And provided you keep all his commandments. He will then raise you high in praise and renown and glory above all all the nations. He has made you and will be a people sacred. You will be a people sacred to the Lord your God as he promised. Now imagine that was done for them. Thousands of years before Jesus in the old covenant. Imagine this. Think of it now what Jesus has done for us in the, cov- in the new covenant he has made. The covenant he set up in the upper room and then compl- completed it through the Garden of Gethsemane and then on the cross. Today I, I give you a new covenant. This cup is the cup of the new covenant. This is my body. This is my blood. you got to think more. This is unbelievable. It's an unbelievable, fantastic thing. It's a beautiful thing, what we have. We have been bought with a price through the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been baptized in water and in his blood. And in his life, death, and spirit, we have, we died with him, and we rose again with him. We receive his body and blood, soul and divinity in our souls when we go to Holy Communion. We are a a special people. We are chosen. We are peculiarly his own in Christ. And we got to think this way. And we got to stop thinking of ourselves. And we got to stop thinking that. Stop letting this culture teach us how to think. Who are we going to follow? Politicians? As someone said to me a couple of days ago, or maybe more than a week ago, they're not, they're not even worth their weight in salt. Okay? Who are we going to follow? Celebrities? Like they care? Who are you going to follow? The pinup princess in a magazine, uh, you know, pinup, Porn model, whatever she is in the magazine, she doesn't care if you live or die as long as you buy her magazine and whatever she advertises. Who are we going to follow? The, uh, a tree planted Pachi Mama? Is that what we're going to follow? The, the athlete? You think they care? No. We are a people who have been bought with a price. We have, been, we have been baptized in the blood of Christ, bought through the bitter, bitter merits of Jesus Christ. We were baptized and raised again. Let's stop and let's really appreciate what God has done for us and stop with the modern world. Stop being politically correct, Stop being stop being woke, Stop letting the world tell us what we have to, what we have, how we think and how we how we're to believe. They're gonna come and go. Okay, they're gonna come and go, and they're not. And these philosophers who hide their you no, know, whatever, trying to influence us with their stupid prejudice and stupid ideas. They don't. None of them. None of them activists. We can't follow them. Celebrities. We can't follow them. Politicians. We can't follow them. Supermodels and super whatever whatever, beauty queens we can't follow them none of them okay none of them are worth their weight and salt they're not they don't care all they want to do is get paid think that it's bigger with christ we're going to be fulfilled we're going to be completed we're going to be transformed and made whole and holy we're going to be a new people we're going to have we're going to receive the new heaven and new earth just don't let these people sway you from the statutes of God from the promises of God none of them care about if you live or die they're not they're not going to even waste their time to know your name all right let's go to the next one psalm 119 okay psalm 119 blessed are they who follow the law of the lord blessed are they whose ways are blameless who walk in the law of the lord blessed are they who observe his decrees you uh, who seek him with all their heart blessed are they who follow the law of the lord you have commanded that your precepts be diligently kept that I might be firm in the ways of keeping your statutes blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord I will give you thanks with all with an upright heart when I have learned your just ordinances I will keep your statutes do not utterly forsake me blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord one more time blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord blessed are they whose ways is blameless who walk in the law of the Lord blessed are they who observe his decrees, who seek him with all their heart. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. You have commanded that your precepts be diligently kept. Oh, that I might be firm in the ways of keeping your statutes. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. I will give you thanks with an upright heart when I have learned your just ordinances. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. I'll read it straight through one last time. Blessed are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who observe his decrees, who seek him with all their heart. You have commanded that your precepts be diligently kept. Oh, that I might be firm in the ways of keeping your commandments. I will give you thanks with an upright heart, when I have learned your just ordinances. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. Well, it's, it's, again, all the Psalms are beautiful. All the Psalms are beautiful. And all of them speak to the longing of the heart. All of them are just beautiful poetry and prayer a work of art, and this is something that it's always true. I always find every, all of them wonderful. All right, let's move on to Matthew, the reading of the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Okay, the Gospel reading is uh, from, the readings from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verse forty. 43 to 48 be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect this is from the sermon on the mountain Jesus said to his disciples you have heard that it was said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy but I say to you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your heavenly father, for he makes his son rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers and sisters only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 43 to 48. Be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father, for he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same, And if you greet your brothers and sisters only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Okay, one more time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 43 to 48. Be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus said to to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For if he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust, for if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers and sisters only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, it's a continuation um, from the reading uh, for Friday go first and reconcile with your brother. You know, the part where it starts off with, I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds or surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Um, you know, the part where you call your brother raka, fool. You know, and then the part where he says here, if you who are, I believe this is the part where, uh, you know, leave your gifts at the altar. Um, And of course, the part where we read, if you, the day before that, if you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your um, children. Imagine what your heavenly father will give to those who ask him. And these are, these are basically important things that we have to, uh, we have to remember because Christ is really asking us Last week, I'm sorry, the last Thursday was, you know, knock, you know, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. That was the golden rule. This one here is basically be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Um, It's important because Jesus is saying go beyond what's expected. In other words, surprise the world. Surprise them. Surprise those who are unbelievers. Surprise them with the image of God in you. Surprise them with the love of Christ. Surprise the world. Uh, Shock them. Shock them. In a sense, put them to shame. Because we live now, today, we live in a very selfish world that has turned good upside down and basically, you know, the same thing they've was said they call good, evil and evil good. And they don't understand it. They, 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 they basically it's, it's, it's the law without God. It's the law without holiness. It's morality without holiness. It's good without good without even the goodness of God. They they have turned everything upside down, everything inside out. And Jesus is saying, because these people, let's face it, they love their neighbor and they hate their enemy. They love those who love them and hate anyone who doesn't agree with them. So basically there is no forgiveness in their heart. There is no truth, there is no love unless you bend the knee and that's what we live in, we live in the world that has completely perverted the meaning of good and evil have completely perverted the meaning of what God is they don't believe in God they don't need God pleasure is their God sex is their God perversion is their God race is their God They they are basically inventing their own God. And let me tell you one thing, it's going to fail. It's going to fail. Because without God, everything's going to fail. I don't know if things are going to get better this year. I really hope it does. Because I want want to see us back in the church. I want to see us back receiving the sacraments. But I don't know. I think... This chastisement is going to continue, is going to shock us. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know. All I know is we need to, we need to stay close to Christ. We need to stay close to him. And we really need to put to start practicing penance. It's a, it's a rough start. It's a rough start. I mean, you know, we really need to do it. We really need to start practicing penance. All right. Um, I mean let's look further here love your neighbor and hate your enemy well we all know that's not what it says but a lot of people do believe that and if you love your enemies and pray for those who perse- persecute you that uh, you know okay he says here but I say to you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your heavenly father okay okay pray for those who persecute you he really is asking us to love the unlovable to love people who hate us he really is asking us to do that and it's difficult it's difficult but that's a challenge that's the challenge of holiness um okay for he makes okay for he makes the sun rise on the bad and the good that's a bad translation on the evil and the good that's the way it's supposed to be. But this is a very soft translation. But he makes the sun rise on the the evil and the good, and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? In other words, what really have you fulfilled? What really have you what really have we fulfilled? Yes, we should love those who love us. But those who don't love us, those who don't love us, don't know why they hate us. They think they know why they hate Christians. They think they know why they hate the church. And maybe in some cases, yes, they're right for some of the things that, for the evil things that have been happening among the clergy. But that's because there is no holiness. A lot of people have have deprived and decided not to be holy not to truly be holy and that's wrong you have to really want to be holy we have to strive for holiness we have to cry out for holiness we need to cry out for holiness we need to go further beyond this everything we need to do has to go beyond the normal because that's what jesus did jesus challenged us to go challenge the apostles to go beyond that and they did What happened? They went beyond their country. They brought the gospel to as far as they can humanly possibly go. Some have even went further. And maybe who knows those, maybe there are those who went so far they will never know what happened to them. It's beyond that. It's it's, holiness is an adventure. And King goes on. For if you love though if you... If you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not tax collectors do the same. And if you greet your brother and sister, technically it says brother, but I'm not the translator here. Only what is unusual about that. Do not the pagans do the same. So be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. It's a challenge. This is not an easy part here. It's a challenge. And I think the problem is we go, ugh, no. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's difficult. There's a lot of people who are not going to like it. People, you know, a lot of Christians look at this, and I'm sure a lot of them squirm. We all squirm when we when we read, when we read some of the things that he's asking us to do, because we're terrified of it. We're terrified of it, but we but in our hearts we know we're not we know we're not accomplishing it we know we're not going further enough for him so you're going to you know we're going to have to really take it seriously if we really want to be his followers to be a disciple of Jesus is to take this seriously to go to go beyond this it's hard it's not easy as soon as we become Christians we're already attacked with temptations We're already weak. We already find ourselves falling into into sin. We're already finding ourselves falling from our Lent. So let's really take it further. Let's really try with all our hearts to be honest with ourselves and go beyond our comfort zone, as we say today. All right, so let's end it here with an Our Father, a Hail Mary, and a St. Michael. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Okay, so, um, yeah, it's, I think most of the time, Lent is to probably show us how weak we are, how weak we are, because a lot of times, that's what I walk away with. I actually see more my failures than my successes, but it, but that's not a bad thing, it's a good thing it's a good thing. And I think we need to discipline ourselves. We need to realize how weak we really are and how much we need, we need to do more and how much we need to pray more. So, all right. So this is the, uh, for Saturday I'll be back soon for Sunday. So God bless and keep praying. All right. And God bless you all. And I hope, you have a safe, uh, safe time. I hope you and your families are safe. So God bless.